Welcome everyone back to another episode of Muggle with a Mic. Katie here, and I'm joined by temporarily just Robbie. Hey, Robbie. Hey, how's it going, Katie? It's going good. You're here. Why are you always here, Robbie? What are you here to talk about? There seems to be some sort of common thread when I'm on something to do with this little thing called Star Wars. I don't Star? know if you've heard of it or not, but wars going on in the in the in the, <laughs> in the stars. Sky? Yeah, right. Who would have thought? <laughs> Space Force. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're here to talk. We're going to talk about Andor, the latest series on Disney Plus. Yes. But before we get into that, we do want to look at our mugs. And also, can we very quickly, since it is Star Wars, can we please point out your outfit for this oh. episode? Oh, we can. We can. I'll show off my, my Boba Fett Christmas sweater. Picked <laughs> up at GameStop, you know, fully decked out. So... I uh, saw that at GameStop and had to purchase that immediately. <laughs> and now you've advertised for them, and now I might go and get one. There you go. See? Word of mouth. Best advertisement. GameStop, send Robbie some free stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> he made a sale for you. Please. <laughs> Please. Is there, a, is there a Star Wars game coming out that we've heard of? The last one was uh, Rogue Squadron, right? Or... What was that one? Uh, um, there was a there was a fighter squadron. I'm blanking on the name of it. It was a like a dogfight style game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the last one to come out, and then the next one to come out will be the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yeah, it's go it's going to be called Jedi Fallen Survivor, and I think they're supposed to be announcing the release date if with like within the next week or two. So keep your eyes peeled for that. So get ready mm -hmm. to spend another 50, 60 bucks on a game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just buy two sweaters. How about that? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, drinking vessels. What's your what's your drinking vessel for this episode? All right. Staying on theme. Got a nice Funko Jabba the Hutt uh, mug. So I have to say, though. I don't think I knew that was Jabba. I thought it was one of the alligator well, aliens. <laughs> it's not a very good. I guess the tongue, maybe, but yeah, it's not a great, not a great Jabba representation. If but, it's all know. about his body, I don't think his right. head was the main thing about him. No, yeah, no, you couldn't hardly see the head for the rest of his body. So. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, I've got to, because again, if anyone would like to send mugs to us, just, you know, contact me and send me a mug, but I'm reusing another Star Wars mug. And I think honestly, this should be my mug on every Star Wars episode. It's a good mug. Yeah. It's my Vader helmet that I got from Avocado Lee 3D design from yeah. the final boss con. Yeah. And look, like it, it. you can fit a bottle in it, not just cans. Yeah. It's awesome. And I like my pop flat. Ah. So I shook flat it up. Popper. Yeah. Okay. So everyone can notice or from the audio or from the video that Phil's not here right now. We had planned on him being here, but he got held over at work. So we're kind of playing this by ear and hopefully he'll yep. join us later in the episode to watch the live reaction to the season finale of Andor. Yes. We, but we're so happy to have Robbie here, the Jedi Master expert aficionado. Oh, boy. I try. I try. 
you, you, you're succeeding, sir. There's, you know much well, more than I. There, there's so much to keep up with in Star Wars now that it really, it really does get hard to, to keep up with all the new characters and worlds and planets and okay, series we... and all the, the timelines and everything. So it's a headache. Well, and this is a very unique series in the fact that everything's coming out and you have to know the bookends and also where things go with the timeline. Cause like Andor, this is, is what is this? 28 BBY. Am I right with that? Uh, see, you're stumping me. I, what I can say is it takes place. I want to say around five years before a new hope, the original star Wars. Okay. So. And then, uh, Star Wars theory was trying to figure out the age because Anakin, I believe, is like 12 years older than Cassian, I think. That would be about, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so. That sounds about it, right. That's the thing is, then you have it's, to get into your mind what's Vader doing at this point. Right. Yep. There's so much to think about. <laughs> so, so, so much. How soon before this did the whole thing with Ahsoka go down where the end of episode three. So the end of revenge of the Sith and like the end of the clone wars. Yeah. So that would have been roughly 15 years. Okay. Yeah. So also that means timeline wise, Ob the Obi-Wan series happened about already... five years before this. Correct. Yeah. You're getting it. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah. So yeah, five years ago was the or five years prior to Andor was the Kenobi series that we that we had watched earlier. So that's pretty neat. So yeah. what what do you think the odds are that you would see Vader in this finale? I think there I maybe the odds for Vader not very high, at least not in season one. They've already announced a season two. You we me and you were chatting on Messenger, I think. You said Palpatine. Palpy, yeah. I could see Palpatine maybe showing up because they've already kind of been. I mean, we've seen Mon Mothma in the the chamber, the mm -hmm. Senate chamber. Maybe he makes some sort of appearance there. Which, yeah, what's your take on that? About how the Senate, like, hardly anyone's there. Yeah, no you one's paying attention. See, that's what happens when a republic uh, falls to a uh, <laughs> dictatorship. <laughs> Not a lot of opinions. Yeah. Not too many people willing to share their opinions and uh, differences, you know, to a oh, tyrannical yeah. empire. So I, I did like that contrast, though, because you see it all through the prequels of the Senate chamber. Just I mean, it's just filled with all these alien races and different, you know, planets that are there for the Galactic Senate. And now you hardly see anyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. No, it's a very it's a very interesting I, I have a feeling like a general Star Wars fan. I, I don't know if I fall under that, but a general Star Wars fan who just likes to go and see and not really try to remember everything might not find this series as entertaining. Yeah, it's a very dialogue heavy series and it's you got to really pay attention to the dialogue and you learn a lot of plot from the dialogue, which isn't always the case with Star Wars. A lot of times you're just kind of there for the action and the the action is what drives the plot along. So it is a cool thing. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Uh, well, before we get 
we've already started into the talk. We'll keep <laughs> going. Yeah. Um, but I do have a couple things I want to go over before we get into fully into the Star Wars talk. Yep. Number one thing that I need to report and document on this podcast. Something major happened. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I have even like props to go with it. Are you ready? Oh, man. I'm ready. Chris Evans was named the sexiest man alive. <laughs> I was so ready for that. That is, this is groundbreaking. <laughs> it is about darn time. I mean, well, the, come on. He's a handsome lad, you know? You can't, you can't a, deny it. He's can't a deny handsome it. lad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good looking oh, dude. Oh, that's good. So. But anyway, I just had, I had to document it. Yeah. And I love him. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I do love him. Uh, I, I'll say it again. I love him. Anyway. Katie, do you love him? I guess what? I don't want it to be shocking, <laughs> but I love him. Okay. Okay. Glad we could clarify. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now that that's cleared up, gaming. <clears throat> we were yeah. talking about gaming a little bit. Mm -hmm. I started playing. I think I messaged you. I started playing the video game Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard about it? I've heard about it. I know a little bit about it. And I actually, I would like to get into it. I just, it's a matter of time. Mm. <laughs> I would like to try it out, though. It looks like a game I would enjoy. I play it on Steam. Okay. On PC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I would like a friend to play with. Yeah. Because I keep getting killed on sight. <laughs> By the higher up people that are, yeah. Yes. Roaming the servers. and I yeah. ran into, I'm so nervous. Like I shake because I'm nervous about meeting people on the game. Yeah. And I ran into a very nice girl the other day. It was like the first person I really talked to. Mm -hmm. And I said, I was scared to approach you because people can like be real jerks. Yeah. And she agreed and she said, you can come. My sister's waiting over by the bay or somewhere. And I was like, yeah. oh, thank you. I I have to ease into this. Yeah, right. It could be a trap. You don't know, you know? Yeah. She right. could be real nice and then real mean. Yeah, right. <laughs> so then yesterday I was playing. I should have known. There were a bunch of dead bodies on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been your first clue. Dead corpses. So I started to loot them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was dead. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That. Oh, man. So I need a lookout buddy because yeah. or someone to say, don't go where everyone else has been killed. Right. Well, that too. Well, and then they're also doing, I follow Mr. Gibbon on Twitch. That's like the only streamer I follow. Mm -hmm. And. He started, he usually plays Escape from Tarkov, but he started playing Call of Duty DMZ. Have you heard of that? I have not. It's new to me. I think it's, I don't know if it's open to everyone now. Mm -hmm. It might, no, it's a beta version. So it is open to everybody, but it's basically you're running around trying to check off tasks and all this other stuff. But he likes to run into people and make friends. Oh, okay. So he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's a nice okay. Irish guy. Okay. Yeah. That'd be entertaining. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it's quite funny. He asks people every time he runs into someone, he says, 
I have a very important question here. I'll ask you, Robbie. Ready? Okay. All right. And and I'll act how Mr. Gibbon would act. Let me do my okay. Irish accent. I apologize, Gibbon, if I butcher this accent. Okay. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I want to be your friend. Come here. Come here. And then he goes, is Ireland a part of the UK? Uh, no. All right, you get to survive. <laughs> he won't kill you. Uh, oh, so that's what that's how he bases if <laughs> that's excellent. Okay, excellent. So then if you say yes, that the Ireland's part of the UK, he kills you. Well, I was a little I was like only 85% sure that it wasn't. So I was kind of I was guessing. You survived. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, and you I feel like you nailed the accent because when you were saying when you were calling me buddy, I thought you were saying like a body a body was like on there i was like what <laughs> so you you did a good irish accent there yes thank you <laughs> Tatoes. um but yeah so then there you go there's my little gaming stuff yeah what's the games that you play lately when i play like i'll play a lot of rocket league car soccer yeah yeah i i, I really enjoy it and um other than that I did. So I do have a PlayStation now. I, so I have both. You have the yeah. PlayStation? Five. I have the five. Got my hands on one. Did you sell your and kidney for it? I, I almost had to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Luckily, I snagged one a while back and I played through a lot of the like all the Spider-Man games that are on there. Yeah. So I've been I've just played through all those lately recently. And those were a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Hey, Muggle with the Mic listeners. Have you heard about an app called Newsly? Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even if you are so inclined, the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. The entire web becomes listenable for the first time, all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Muggle with a Mic is there too. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from Newsly, that's N-E-W-S-L-Y dot M-E, or from the link in our episode description, and use promo code MUGGLE and receive a one-month free premium subscription. Stop scrolling. Start listening. Newsly. Andor is a prequel series to Star Wars Rogue One in an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue. Cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. It's created by Tony Gilroy, who also wrote Rogue One. He also wrote for House of Cards, and he was the director of The Bourne Legacy. Uh -huh. Which, speaking of that, do you, do you think that's why they also hired him? Because it's spy thriller? 
I yeah, I do think so. I mean, I think that definitely played a role in it because even Rogue One had, you know, spy elements to it kind of mm-hmm. at the beginning with Cassian. So, yeah, I do think that played a big part in it. I I mean, and Michael Clayton, he did Michael Clayton too, which there's another spy thing. I, well, I I'm not familiar with that one, but that was um George Clooney, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was more it wasn't so much like born legacy but it was okay governmental stuff gotcha the series was directed by three different people six episodes were directed by toby haynes three were directed by benjamin karen i think i'm karen i hope i'm saying that somewhat correct (laughs) and another three episodes were directed by Susanna white i always love seeing a girl director yeah so we're we're not going to do like we've done on the other Star Wars episodes because this is these are eleven episodes and then we're going to watch the twelfth one. It's just so much to go over. So we're going to talk about them generally. Generally speaking, what are your thoughts on having twelve episodes? I I actually really enjoyed the ride. There was a point I think around like the fourth or fifth episode where I was like, okay, this is not like the pacing was just kind of dragging the first three episodes were pretty good and then it kind of dragged those next two episodes um but then from episode six onward i feel like the pace has been good um the storytelling the detail um in the plot or in the um the dialogue um everything's kind of heading up the especially the last three or four episodes you can kind of see how everything's heading up towards one big finale so i've actually really enjoyed it probably a lot more than i thought i was going to I think it's, I think this series is a prime example of character development. Yes. The character, every character really in this show has been just phenomenal as far as their development has gone. And a lot of the performances, I, it's probably some of the best acted Star Wars I think that we've seen. (laughs) There's been some like knockout speeches and just, just well, and I hate to say it almost felt, not detached from Star Wars, but it felt like mm. a different feel. It did. It it does have a different feel than um, the rest of Star Wars. It You can tell that it is Star Wars, but it's almost like, yeah, it's got a different tone than anything else we've seen in the Star Wars universe to this point. But it works. So mm-hmm. I will say, so I've watched it. I've watched every episode as they, as they have come out. Mm-hmm. I think think for a series like this where it's so detailed there were times like i didn't recognize what was the the blonde that was one of the uh, people on the hill and then came to the oh yeah vow vow or vow but yeah she she changed her look um throughout like when she's out there roughing it with the crew <laughs> right she looks totally different than when she's all you know cleaned up and on the coruscant you know towers and all that so. well and i had to think like they were doing it as if I should know who she is. And I was like, I don't, I don't know who she is. So I think then I started watching the recaps on star Wars theory and I kept, I realized how good of a show it was first time through. I didn't second time through when I was getting the story straight and putting the pieces together, which almost that's a spy. You, you put the pieces together, you don't know things and then you find things out later. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that if you don't like it, give it a second chance. I would agree. I, I, I mean, I'm never going to give up on any Star Wars project. But like I said, after the 
first after that fourth and fifth episode it's like man like can they can they get this going a little bit more like there's because there's really not a lot of action in those first five Mm-mm. episodes it's and, all backstory yeah really it, it really is and set up and but I, I mean once you stick with it and like you said going back through and and even watching a recap or i'm looking forward to maybe over christmas break mm. just kind of going through and binging the show i'm sure it'll have a whole different feel to it yeah when um, you know stuff yeah right almost You'll like you're the spy more. now yeah all right so now for the Star Wars guru, I need I need to know if there are things that I don't know that other people know. <laughs> okay. I'll try. I think I followed that. I want to know if I'm a dumb dumb or not. That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The tribe he came from that were just the little kids. Yes. Are we just now learning about that or is that something that's known in Star Wars? No. Okay. No. So those were all, that was all new to me. And I, like I said, all the new terminology, I can't remember what native planet. Katari? Yeah, that's right. Could that be it? Yep. Okay. And I think in those first three episodes, they allude to either the Republic or the empire. There was some sort of mining accident there that wiped out a lot of the population. Yeah. And I think and, that's why there's no adults. Yes. And then there, but there, but there was mining, but those kids seem confused by the ship. So how long has it been? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like going back and watching it a second time, hopefully we gain more context. But I was like, I was lost on the first, I was like trying to keep the timeline straight. I was like, okay, so Cassian's a kid. So the empire wouldn't have existed quite yet. Cause he's only six, I think. Right. So it's like, I, it just keeping it all straight in my head was very, very difficult to do at times. Well, and if we go back to the timeline, if he's six and Anakin is 12 years older than him, that means Anakin's 18. Yeah. When we see him busting up that ship. But, oh yeah. Em- yeah. Right. Yeah. That would be right. Wait, How old- who was 18? Anakin. Okay. Yeah. So that would be like in between Attack of the Clones and um, Revenge of the Sith, episodes two and three. Yeah. And because we do see, they mention the Republic in that episode, and they you see um, separatist officers. I I don't know what they are. The the yellow aliens that were the crew of that ship that crashed. Okay. I thought they were, were all humans. Am I wrong about that? Uh, they were like humanoid. They were yellow. They had yellow skin. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I didn't catch that. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to pay attention. You do. You do. Now, Always. all that stuff I do, if it was in a movie setting, it could all be summarized in 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. But because they have to, they, I guess I like that because you want to watch it over and you learn all these fine details, but there are some viewers that don't want to. Right. And I, I know like, personally too like yeah i'm gonna watch the whole entire series at least one more time but i know there's some episodes i'm gonna go back to and just like watch again and again because it was just so star warsy and just the the impact of it okay speaking of that yeah is it luthan yeah yeah luthan yep how 
when did he get a cheese cutter laser on his the wings <laughs> of his ship? <laughs> I don't know when he got that or how he got that, but I am glad that he did get it because <laughs> when he shoots those lasers out of his ship and they're just spinning around and he cuts those TIE fighters in half, I was like, like, I, it felt like it was something out of like a James Bond movie. It was. It was a James yeah. Bond starship. It was, yeah. <laughs> and he's got the little things that ruin the satellite dish. Mm, that the was tractor cool too. Yeah, the tractor beam. It broke up. He he was able to break free because those just crashed into the big satellite dish. I well, really cool. and I think that was really cool because the whole time you're thinking he's just this guy that goes and manipulates people and you know mm -hmm. does the talking. Right. Well, but guess no, what? He, he does the walking too. He's, yeah, he talks the talk, but he can walk the walk too. Yeah, yeah. And I want to know what's his background that he has that I, and can do that. I know that's uh, Luthen. There's a like I said, the whole cast has been great, but I think Luthen is my like the the character I'm in most intrigued by uh -huh. uh, because he seems like a very very early founder of the rebellion. You can see like. The show alludes to like, hey, there's these rebel cells out and about, but we're not unified. And that's that's Luthen's vision. He wants everyone to ally to, you know, work together, pledge allegiance to each other and, and work together to take down the tyranny. But it just hasn't happened yet. Obviously, we know that happens based on the greater timeline, but right, it's kind of alluding to Luthen being one of the kind of founding fathers of a rebel alliance he's he's george washington of the <laughs> he's, rebel yeah, alliance. he's a revolutionist yeah <laughs> <laughs> he even has the white wig hair <laughs> washington that's that's pretty good yeah <laughs> i do love the um the dual the split personalities that he's it's so good because he's like a just mm -hmm. a gruff just you don't want to mess with this dude when he's got what when the wig's off you don't want to mess with this dude but then when he's in the shopkeep you know playing shopkeep shop, don't playing make him take his wig off just, yeah right exactly don't make me take this wig off all right let's talk about it. his shop now okay yes so the only reason i know any of this i didn't know this on my own it's all star wars theory dude telling me it yeah you got star killer's helmet in the background yep sam whitward by the way there's another that's, that's love nice of mine little, yeah and then but first of all, I did some research. I thought Star Star Killer doesn't have those things on it, does it? He so if you play like, you can unlock so many different variations of his helmet, and that that was one of them. You could. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. See, it's yeah. it's cool that they put those details in for people like you who have played right. the video game. Well, and it was like because you get to see the shop. Not probably not every episode, but just about every episode. Mm -hmm. And it's always fun because you can kind of pick out, oh, like I didn't notice that last time. Or like they've always got maybe some new prop in there that you can try to decipher where it was from. Yeah. Yeah. They had a they had some Mando chest armor. Yeah. They uh I know they had a Gungan uh shield, like a yeah, war shield yeah. from episode one. Do you think Jar Jar could make a cameo? <laughs> I actually <laughs> I, I'm laughing but if it almost would it, it would probably work with the tone of this show but it would be almost funny like to see like a Jar Jar because you know Jar Jar was the one that granted 
Palpatine all these emergency powers to begin with. So I wonder if he had any like guilt because of that. Like, wait, what? Like in, I think he's in episode two. He kind of gets manipulated into suggesting that it's in episode two or three. He goes before the Senate and he's like, I remember, yeah. We need to grant these emergency powers, yada, yada, so that he could unify the or approve the army, the clone army. Yeah, but ev- there is a theory that he acts like a dumb dumb, but he knows everything that's going he's, on. He's actually like playing it dumb just to fool everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen there's, that. I, well, there's Darth even Jar-Dar. a theory that he's dark side too. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, that would be something to see. <laughs> um, and then I also think there was a, um, who are the Jedi, like Jedi temple guards? Mm-hmm. that yep. have like the gold and white mask correct yeah you could see maybe even one or two of those helmets in the background so yeah yeah pretty cool would you, what would you buy out of that shop everything <laughs> <laughs> i would just yeah i would be broke if i went into the luthan shop okay the other thing that was behind the counter on the shelf there was both a jedi and sith holocron oh i miss those man he's I would not want to be toting those around with the empire. Like, you know, they would shoot you on sight if you had any Jedi, you know, memorabilia or whatever. Right. Well, and he's got it behind the, behind the counter where they. Okay. Fix so things. it's kind of hidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But what's in those. Usually within the Hulk, there's knowledge. I mean, I, I think there's, can be a wide array of things, but maybe right. he's stashing so why, something. Why does he have them? And can he open them? I don't know. There's been, have you seen the theories that Luthan could possibly be connected to the Jedi somehow? No, tell me more. Well, they're saying that Luthan could have possibly been a Jedi or was like at least heavily involved with the Jedi. Maybe some sort of like, like in not necessarily in canon, but there's, there were like Jedi temple workers that necessarily weren't force users. So they're saying maybe he was, connected or like knew the jedi and now he's got some sort of mission uh, there's several i guess in one episode he hands a apparently it's a staff but it looks a lot like a lightsaber when he goes to saul guerrero's cave yes so people he does he hands it that. to the guy he takes it out of his jacket yes and people are saying that could be a lightsaber so i don't know i mean there, there's some things there hmm. but I don't know. Now, I have a question. We're talking mostly about Luthen, mostly because he's super cool. Right. What? Who hurt him? Because with that cold combo he has with red hair guy who works for the... Yeah, Lonnie is his name. Yeah. Yeah. He is kind of like, I gave up everything. I don't have anything because of this. This is the only thing I've had. I think someone died or something happened. Maybe he I... loved a Jedi or something. Yeah. Or... Yeah. I think I do, I do think that I, I think he's lost a family member or someone very close to him. Mm-hmm. Maybe even because he, he alludes to it happening 15 years ago and 15 years ago would have been right when the Jedi purge and the order 66 was happening. So some sort of tragedy happened and I hope we get more backstory on it. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. She, 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 she shows up everywhere uh, so it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't know. I, I to me, it'd probably be some sort of new character. Yeah. Um, but there's another yeah. there's another theory too that 
Lonnie could be Luthan's son. Did you see that? Did you see this? <laughs> Who has the, red hair that could be his mother? Mon uh, Mothma. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. See, we're we're connecting the dots. It all makes sense now. Oh um, no, but, but th that's interesting. And that's why he's telling him to do the right thing. Right. Yeah. But why wouldn't he say get out of it and protect my grandchild? See, I don't know. I, that's that's where it gets dark. It's like, is he really threat? Would he really threaten his own grandchild? Because he said he told Lonnie, like, if you you really want to think about this, like, if you try to defect, I'll, basically he threatened his family if he yeah. defected away. I I don't know. I mean, Luthan, you could tell he's a he'll do whatever it takes for the greater for in his eyes the greater good, but. Yeah, but sometimes, like, for the greater good, the whole point is good. You have to be yes. a good person yeah, and do good things. you can't be just as corrupt as the thing you're trying to fight. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I understand his ruthlessness because someone's got to do it, but at the same time... Yeah. You can go too far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, while I'm thinking of it, Saul Guerrero, did you like mm -hmm. seeing him again? Yeah, it was good. I, I wonder... And if you'd notice, like he's not as like scarred and beat up right. as we he see. He doesn't him in have Rogue a respirator. One. Yeah. So I wonder if we'll see that in season two, Ooh. or even maybe in the finale. I wonder if we see how he gets the way that he does. Yeah, because uh, he uh, really messed up in Rogue One. Right. I also kind of had my eyes peeled for a Jin or so, but I because mm -hmm. he raised her, but I I doubt we'll see her in any how old would she be? Uh, that's see that's where the timeline gets muddled she'd be a me. kid because her dad's working for the empire right now mm -hmm. right yep yep because yeah. they stashed her away in that little underground pit and then saul pulled her out so well we'll have to see jen because i have a feeling maybe luthan's the guy who gets him get he's his he's luthan's inside man or something could be yeah that's a good yeah. thought yeah um okay i also have to talk about how many times did you keep calling it IBS and not ISB? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had, so I've already known of the ISB before. Okay. <laughs> um, so I did not, I refrained from calling it the IBS um, any during this viewing, but it's, it's easily, it could be easily done. I get every time I tried to remember it, I keep saying IBS. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that can't be right. That, that, that is not right. They're not the uh, the Imperial Bows or whatever. <laughs> They're the Imperial Security Bureau. So. Oh, that's funny. Oh, um, that's funny. So I didn't know about them. Yeah. Were, have we seen them in anything else? Um, if you've watched Rebels, I think Agent Callus, if you remember Agent... Yeah. Okay. But he doesn't have the... F he doesn't wear the white like these guys do. But I think he was like maybe a branch or a sub branch of the ISB. He, um, maybe okay. like a field agent. Gotcha. Um, other than that, no. They're... What was Thrawn's title? Thrawn was a Grand Admiral, which I think is why they gave him the white. But he was never involved with the Security Bureau at all. Okay. Because Whitebeard Man works alongside Thrawn eventually, right? Or White Mustache Man. Uh, Yalaran. Is that who comes uh, in and gives them the brief saying, I talked to Palpatine? And... Yes. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Yeah, they do work hand in hand. 
Yeah. Um, I, again, I only know that because of Star Wars theory, not because of yeah. Madame Noggin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, and did you know Yularen was um, Anakin's uh, admiral in Clone Wars? Yes. And then he, yeah. he, well, he, I guess he technically didn't turn bad. He just stayed bad in a right. way. Yeah. He just yeah. kind of went with the flow. I guess he woke up one day and was like, this is my life now. So <laughs> if I defect, they'll kill me. So I guess I don't like change. Them. I'm just right. going to stay here. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he went from, he went from a brown beard to a white beard mustache. Mm -hmm. And they said, we must ask you a question. Yes. <laughs> do you want to they leave do. or do you want to die? <laughs> right. And he said, I choose life. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the right path. Right. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. There is a lot of stuff to talk. I mean, it's 12 episodes. It is. Yeah. No. The prison. Man. That prison. The How good was the prison break? It, I it mean, was pretty good. For, and first off, I guess for more context, it's like you see what condition these guys were in. Like one step out of line and the empire is just going to whack them. Like they don't stand any chance. Yeah. You know, they're, and then you come to find out that these guys, when they think they're getting out of prison and their sentences has ended, no, they're just moving them to a whole new planet, to a whole new facility and making them do even more labor for them. So, I mean, what's, what chance do these guys stand? And then, brutal. Brutal. Yeah, it is. And it the is. scene when they get introduced to the, what the floor does. Yeah. And then you look at the, I don't know what you call him, but the empire guard, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. him. And the, the, the joy he's getting out of them in yeah. pain. Yep. Yep. Oh, now that is a cool concept with the floor and they wear the fancy little booties. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. But, and it's like, I, I thought like it was kind of interesting seeing Andy circus back in star Wars. Cause he voiced Snoke. Yeah. And I didn't know kind of where they were taking what his character would be at first, but man, I, for the three episodes we got to see him or three or four, or however many, I was like, man, I just want to see more of this guy. I think his name in this series is called Kino or Kano. Something Kino, I think. Kino. Yeah. Which I think of what you play at like B-dubs or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Kino game. Yeah. I knew I'd heard that somewhere before. Now I yeah, now I'll never not be able to think of anything else. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> um, well, just bet on Kino and you'll yeah. have one way out. That's <laughs> indeed. Oh, um, but no, and then them jumping out of the prison. How the heck were they crawling up that that hill? That I have no idea. Wasn't they even were a barefoot. Hill. They didn't have any sort of climbing tools. Like, it was a, it, well, yeah, it wasn't even. It was just a sh straight drop down cliff. <laughs> yeah, it was a wall. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, know. And then the one guy who was in Rogue One. Uh, yeah, Melshi. He basically falls asleep on the side of the rock or passes out, <laughs> holding on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, okay, what's what's going on here? I mean, which I guess they were just trying to convey, like, oh, these guys are exhausted, but uh, they... be exhausted when you're horizontal, you know, <laughs> and conscious, yeah, yeah, conscious. <laughs> on a cliff side. <laughs> <laughs> and then we meet these fun aliens who wrap them up in a gooey net. Oh yeah, the goo nets. That... What were those things? 
we've not seen those that species before. Uh, okay. But I, they kept saying a word, right? That was like, well, they kept saying something. It was like, kind of like how Canadians will say like a. They, oh, they yeah. kept saying a word. It was like, what are they doing? And then I finally caught on, like, oh, that's what he's. It's like a mannerism or whatever. And what's that a boot? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what are the, what's this all about? But yeah, they, they, uh, finally I caught on to what they were doing, and one of them spoke English, but then the other one didn't. <laughs> Well, and every but, fifth word was like English. Yeah. I I will say, though, they they did kind of... I was glad that they did that because I thought that the series was kind of... had been lacking on, like, like, a unique alien up to that point. There hadn't been really a lot of appearances. But it's always good to see... You know, that's what makes Star Wars... Star Wars is seeing those weird, you know, one-shot aliens that they'll have, you know, a small speaking part or whatever, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. That might be their only moment, but right. But it's their time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about the whole oh, the whole thing where he's on that like Florida island. Oh, yeah. And and the then Amos. he gets arrested. That was that's maybe that might be my one complaint with the show so far. I thought it was a little to me, anyways, I thought it was a little forced, and it's like what did he literally what did he do what was he doing to get arrested so i like, think what it was was i think half the guys in that prison probably did nothing i, I mean that is true I didn't and they were just that. so it's like a front to get labor mm-hmm. okay that yep. i didn't even consider that that's actually a good point and that, that would be right on cue with what the uh what the empire would do <laughs> oh yeah and they didn't need any evidence they just were trusting their guards right and it, there was the guy that was running and then he was just was he did he start running or was he just walking? he like he like kind of like briskly walked for some reason it was not even a full-on jog even <laughs> and then he just immediately gets stopped by a trooper you are charged with not jaywalking but brisk walking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the trooper kept asking him, like, are you part of it? And yeah. I was like, what, what are they ta- like? Part of what? Like, that's what all was throwing me off. But if they're just trying to find people to throw in jail for labor, then yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then do you think the whole, his relationship with his mom is super sweet. And then the yeah, relationship yeah. with that robot. Uh, B2 emo. Is that his name? Yes. Emo? B2 Emo. EM0, but they call him B2 Emo. Yeah, but that's funny because he kind of is emo. He's always like yeah, sad. He's, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I love every time he stutters too. He's like, Mama Mama Marva. That's Cacassian. I don't want you to go. I want Mama Mama Marva. But no, he's super cute. Now, do you think his consciousness eventually goes into the droid from Rogue One? Uh, that's uh, yeah, I think so. It, the, I mean, it's not an exact voice. I, I I don't know if they've even put out a voice actor for this droid, but oh. I know Alan Tudyk voiced K two. Yeah. Do you think that sounds like Alan? I don't think it necessarily needs to. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. But it's, it's a almost, whole different droid. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I think you're. I think you're spot on. I think the B two will somehow become 
if you want to call it reincarnated as k2so it's almost like i want to go back and watch rogue one to see if i can yeah and a good clue to that is when that uh k-droid comes and helps arrest cassian his voice is like it's like like it just it doesn't sound anything like yeah 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 it doesn't sound anything like how k2so sounded so yeah good point yeah yeah Yeah, i think you're onto something there collectively onto something we yes yeah strong with the force teamwork (laughs) (laughs) all right um we didn't talk at all about um mon mothma and her whole like family drama she's got going on She's just all alone and her yeah, family's just I, against her. Completely against her. The I it feels like the husband is just actively tries to sabotage anything she does and turns the daughter against her. It's like, oh my goodness. I wanted to take his little long hair and just pull it. Yeah, just give it a good yank. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm with you. What's his name? Perrin? Panera Bread? Well, what is his name? <laughs> I think it's Perrin. I think it is. Nope, it's Panera Bread. It's Panera right Bread now. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! I that is the thing I will say. I'm remembering these characters by their faces and not their names. Yes, I yeah. I don't know, especially that crew that Cassian was with. Couldn't tell you any of their names. Yeah, like Vel or Val. besides Val or Vel. Yeah. I, other than that, I don't know anyone else's name. I, like, I know there was the guy with the tattoos, the nerdy kid, the Val, Val Val's girlfriend. Yes. Which I don't know her name. No. Yeah. And she's, <laughs> is she at Ferrix now? She, yeah. She's been spying on like Cassian's home front. And yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't tell you her name at all. <laughs> and help me out here. Are they spying because they, they want Cassian dead too? Mm-hmm. But I, that's with Mon Mothma. So Mon Mothma wants him dead? Well, so Val or Vel, which is a cousin of Mon Mothma. Yeah. She and Mon both got, I don't know if you want to call it recruited or agreed, you know, to work with Luthen in some way. Uh-huh. So, so Vel takes orders from Luthen. Right. Basically. Yes. So And so Luthen put the hit on Cassian. Um, after Cassian shoots, man, I, I can't remember his name. Tattoo Man. Tattoo Man, who <laughs> Tattoo Man was going to run away with all the money. Right. So Cassian shoots him and takes his cut of the money. Yeah. And then just goes on the run. So now Luthen views that as just a total loose end that he needs to get okay, wrapped thank up. thank you, because I didn't know Luthen was in on that. I thought it was just the yeah. girl's decision. No, no. There was a brief scene where... Luthen's assistant. Um, I do know her name. Her name's Clea, the one that's in the shopkeep with him. Blue dress, like always yes. has a blue outfit on. Yeah. Yep. She meets with Vel and you know tells him that Luthen put a hit out for Cassian because he's now just out in the open, and if he gets captured, it could give away his identity because he's seen he's seen Luthen's face and everything. Right. Else, so. Basically, the honestly similar to how the Empire is killing off those prisoners. Yeah, it it's actually good. Yeah, that's good contrast. Um, so I I did not even catch that. Yep. And I'm kind of upset with Luthen. Yeah, Luthen's not a good man. He's a he's a very bad man. <laughs> for for a good cause. Yes, 
he's he's probably takes things um too far he doesn't know he he doesn't have any limits yeah um i have to yeah. say you, you know the the show's called cassian it's called andor <laughs> for some it, reason <laughs> it should be called luthan yeah well I, I thought they should have called it something maybe like something along the lines of like the birth of the rebellion or you know something because yeah. that's really what this show is about i mean it's not yeah cassian's in it and maybe I, I i know season two i guess they've said will be the final season maybe he'll be like more of a pivotal role in that but so far really what has he done besides i mean he he got captured he's been in jail for half the season so yeah yeah <laughs> well and so. i don't really feel like he's got some training background but i don't really feel like he's great he's figuring things out as he goes along yeah. speaking of bad dudes cassian is just a cold-blooded murderer <laughs> i texted you right yeah. after i watched the first episode i was like after the first 10 minutes when he just shot that dude in the street mm -hmm. yep. i was like what the heck yeah he's uh which i mean i i get that a little bit because if you remember rogue one in the mm -hmm. beginning, he he does he kills his informant because his informant can't get out. He's got a broken, messed up arm. Yeah. And Cassian had to Cassian had to climb out, and Cassian's like, "It'll be okay." And it's like, "Oh my goodness!" Like here, I I know how to sedate you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, I guess that goes, that's on par. All right. So since we're still. Killing time till Phil gets back to watch the episode. So we are going to play another episode of Sensor Wars. With only, it's a war Beep. between Robbie's two selves. <laughs> yes. The dark side of Robbie and the light side. There you go. There you go. So, Robbie, Sensor Wars. I'm going to play, we're going to do 10 clips. You know okay. how this works. I'll bleep out a word. But since this is kind of, these are all difficult. I'm not going to lie. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> so I will tell you what episode it comes from. Mm -hmm. And then you listen to it. And if I need to help describe to you the scene or something, if that helps, then we'll, okay. we'll do that. Okay. Yep. So this is clip one. It's from episode 10. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. That when they say we are being released... We are being transferred to some other prison to go and die. And that ends today. There is Okay. I do I think I know this one. Okay. There's only one way out. And that ends today. There is one That was so, that's such a good speech. And he's got that. an iconic voice. So good. All right. Clip number two. All right. Comes from episode one. Okay. All right. That's going to be hard to recall. Mm -hmm. Come here. Listen to me. It's important. I know it takes a lot of energy, but can you make a lie for me? I can lie. I have adequate power reserves. Don't tell anybody you saw me. Don't tell anybody you know where I am. Let's have both. Oh my gosh. 
it's two words just to help you out. And I, cause I want to help. Cause I know it's hard. Yeah. That is a tough one. Emo is being very punny. Uh, you might want to let's listen to it one more time because okay. now that you know, he's, he's being a little sarcastic. Okay. Okay. Right. So listen to the whole clip. The whole clip is a clue. Okay. Come here. Listen to me. It's important. I know it takes a lot of energy, but can you make a lie for me? I can lie. I have adequate power reserves. Don't tell anybody you saw me. Don't tell anybody you know where I am. Let's have both. <laughs> I am. Bl I just have no idea. You're good. They're all going to be like this. <laughs> This the funny thing is this may be the one, like one where Phil could have. I know, <laughs> I know. All right, you have any guess? Oh man, that's fair, buddy. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it's fair, buddy. <laughs> I, yeah, I just that's I have no clue. All right, well, well let's listen, buddy. Okay, all right, buddy. Don't tell anybody you saw me. Don't tell anybody you know where I am. That's two lies. Let's have both. <laughs> oh, that's great. Why that's did I, two lies. I just wasn't thinking at all. Like, oh, man. I'm telling you, I probably, I wouldn't get these. <laughs> I wouldn't even get them if they were iconic lines. Yeah. All right. This next one's from episode three. All right. Episode three. She's talking to someone in this clip, okay? Mm -hmm. So that might help you help you come up with the answer. Here we go. It's gonna take nine minutes to get back to the hauler. And leave him here? Is that what you're suggesting? Let him run. Barere. We're trying to help you. Alicajo. Where's the Republic ship? Orbiting now. Go kill him. Go kill us! B, get me the drowser. No, mother, no. Shut up. So who is she talking to in this clip? Yeah, if only I knew his name. <laughs> it's used prominently in other episodes. I'm, assu I'm assuming, is it the character's name? Am I wrong? It is. It, it, no, uh, you're not wrong. It's the character's name. Oh, man. What is his name? Marva and... I'll give you a clue. Another clue. Okay. <laughs> it's the alias that Cassian goes by. <sighs> Clem. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Good job! Uh, thank you, thank you. I would have probably never got that without that hint. So I, I wouldn't have gotten it either, but I realized he used his dad's name as an alias. Yeah, because he actually, he's used a couple different aliases, I believe. But yeah, Clem yeah. was a good callback to his father. Yeah. I won't play it, but that, 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 that was the answer. There you awesome. go. Clip number four is from episode four. All right. All right. This is Cassian and Luthen talking together. Okay. What is it? It's a down payment. It's a quarter signet. Luke Skystone, the ancient world, celebrates the uprising against the Rakatan invaders. Don't take less than 50,000 for it. One more time? Mm hmm. I'll stop it like halfway through. Okay. What is it? It's a down payment. It's a quarter signet. Luke Skystone, the ancient world, celebrates the uprising against the Rakatan invaders. 
If I'm remember, I mean, I know, would it be Kyber? Yes. Okay. Okay. Woo. Woo. Because I knew he gave him a like a Kyber crystal of sorts to, as yeah, as an investment basically. So. Yeah. Here, I'll play it that way. We oh can... man. It's very quick when yeah. he says it. It's a quasi signet, Lou Kyber Skystone. Okay. So okay. he doesn't even say crystal. He just says Kyber. Yeah. Wow. Good job. Thank you. I'm impressed yeah. you got that because he says blue Kyber so quickly. Yeah. Well, and it, that's what was throwing me. It's like, man, that doesn't seem like a long enough beep for, you know, Kyber crystal or Kyber, but got lucky. Yeah. Good job. I wouldn't have gotten that. I was expecting to have to give you more clues. So booyah. All, All right. right. Number five is from episode four. Same episode. Okay. This is Cassian talking with Vel or Val, whatever her name is. We aren't sure. But yeah. <laughs> no, we aren't. <laughs> Some lady. Hey, Phil's here. Oh, oh, he might be able to do. Yeah, we could do the other, the rest of the half or whatever. How's it going, Phil? Oh, it's going. <laughs> Hi, Phil. Hey. I'm so excited. <laughs> Well, we were we were playing the game because we didn't know when you'd get here. So we just started, but you can start playing Sensor Wars with us. Okay. <laughs> I, I, they're really, really hard. <laughs> they're really hard answers. They're really tough questions. So. Yeah, they're I'm giving clues. I'm telling you the episode that they're in because they're they're just they're no fun. <laughs> well, they're fun. This is from Andor. I haven't. Mm, I've watched about three fourths of the episode. I haven't seen the last couple. Okay. Well, why don't we do this? We'll just do it together. You guys work together to get these these last last few, and then we'll get into the episode. Sounds good. Okay. Um. So I was telling Robbie this is from episode four, and it's when Cassian and Val are talking together when they're first teaming up. Okay. Here we go. Why so far? We're robbing the armory at the Aldani garrison. There's an Imperial airfield nearby, and they've got nothing better to do than patrol. So, this is the safe route. He told me about the payroll, not the garrison. I don't know who you're talking about. You're taking on an Imperial armory? Are you not joining us? Us? How many of us are there? Now we are So you have to think of how many people yeah. were in that gang that were attacking the armory. Eight. Yeah, I, I, it's it's seven or eight. I'll say eight. Okay. Phil answered that confidently. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> Full confidence. All right, here we go. Are you not joining us? Us? How many of us are there? Now we are seven. Don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's eight with I, him. Right? No, she said now we have seven. Oh. Uh, I would have thought eight. Okay. Let's think. Nerd kid, <laughs> two girls, tattoo man, guy who used to be a stormtrooper, and then and there was like that's another currently guy. Currently a stormtrooper or an officer. But what about the guy that's still there? That one dude that betrays him. I mean, he's kind of like a mole. Does they count? The What's officer that? guy, the imperial officer. Yeah. Mm. I think they were counting. He said, "You hang, you go hang for this." I guess he yeah. counts. Yeah. Yeah, I think he counted. And then Cassian's the seven. Which I'm still trying to like 
figure this show out because <laughs> I mean, there's inconsistencies in it. Like, oh, he's a stormtrooper. Well, you don't look like a clone of Django Fett. So how's he a stormtrooper? I think I think like not too long after the Revenge this is of the, the Smith movie. Uh, this is before the first Death Star because they haven't Right. So but it's, it's also it be... 15 years after the Revenge of the Sith movie ended. So I think most of the clones would have been phased out by then. I know they brought in like conscripted, like they had and people. And that's probably what makes it easier then, for them to like leave. After... Right. But they still had stormtroopers in A New Hope, right? So, I mean, this takes place before A New Hope. And they went through and redid all the voices with when they, re you know, that was one of the changes that George Lucas made. He went and did voiceovers for all the stormtroopers and all the re-releases, so they all matched Django Fett. Oh, did I didn't know? I didn't know wow. that. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. That's like one of the. I could be wrong on that, but I know they were talking about it. Yeah. So... I mean, that sounds like something George would do. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someone that was that was just a parody thing someone was talking about, but I'm pretty sure they did like. George re-editing his films? Surely not. I know. No way. <laughs> Why would you put new technology in an old film? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do let's do clip number six. It's from episode six, and this is the episode where those villagers are coming down the hill, and this these are the uh, imperial officers talking about those villagers. Okay. Okay. You've been here the longest, haven't you, Lieutenant? Yes, sir. Seven years. Well, the Darnies let us build our new facility in peace. I don't see them having a choice. Colonel, you're in for a treat. It really is something to see. Quite the celestial spectacle. I'm looking forward to it. This one's hard. Yeah. To I... help you out, what was that thing they, that sky thing they were coming down to see. Bye. Bye. Oh, I can't find the clip. There it is. Yes, it's the eye. <laughs> we're not going to wait for the clip. I'll put it in later. <laughs> it's the eye. Good job, Phil. Oh, good. That was good. I yeah. bl See? I, I blanked on that completely. Oh, yeah. That's the second or third one I had no idea about tonight. So. They were coming out to see Puxatawney Phil. <laughs> see if they had six more weeks of winter or not. They kept the day kept repeating. <laughs> the the armory kept getting stolen every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one I will tell you beforehand. It's not a word. It's a grunt. episode seven or six. Episode six. Not a word. You're not here to save anybody but yourself. I saw the first minute you came into camp. You're just like me. We were born in a hole, and all we know is climbing over somebody else to get out. There's a moon eight parsecs from here with nobody home. Put that thing down. Catch our breath. Split up the winning. the sound mm -hmm. uh so tim it's cassian talking with with tattoo man 
Yeah, I remember the scene. He's trying to get him to take the money and run. The only thing I remember right there is when Cassian pulls out the blaster and shoots him. <laughs> is it a blaster bolt, though? Because he... Maybe it is. I'm going to say it's the blaster bolt. McClunky. McClunky. Split up the winnings. <laughs> okay. Blaster. All right. Man, that was a quick... Cassian's quick draw McGraw over there. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think that was right. We will do we'll do we'll do 10 clips. So we've got um three more to do. Three more? Yep. All right. This is from episode eleven. I'm gonna take her out in a minute if you want to say goodbye. I'll have them clear the room if you want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. I want. Do you know this? You you haven't. Phil hasn't seen this one. I haven't seen that one. M -m -m Marva. <laughs> I don't want to be alone. I want M -m Marva. <laughs> it's so endearing. It is. The most. M -m -m Marva. Yeah, poor little droid. All right. This is from episode seven. Have you seen episode seven, Phil? Uh, maybe. <laughs> All right. This is um. This is when he. This is when he's getting arrested. Do you know that scene, Phil? When he gets arrested? Mm -mm. Oh. I think I'm on that one, but I think it's before he gets arrested. I think that's the one I'm started watching. Okay. Well, this one's from that episode. <laughs> Here we go. Civil disruption, anti-imperial speech, <laughs> fleeing the scene of anti-imperial activity, attempted damage to imperial property. I'm sorry, there's something wrong. I wouldn't. You got enough trouble without a resisting judgment charge. I'm just a Oh, apologies all round then. This used to be a six-month sentence. Six years. Six years? No, no, wait! Change of guidelines. Take him away. I didn't do anything. Hey! Take it up with the Emperor. Wait! I'm just a <laughs> I'm just a tourist. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yep, it's a tourist. We're not gonna play it. Um, and one more. How many episodes are there? Twelve. Oh, I thought there was eleven. I must uh all right. Uh, this is the last clip. It's from episode seven. I spoke with Emperor Palpatine last night. And he's assured me that the will be taking the lead going forward. No one in this room should have trouble accessing army or naval resources in future. I, I know this one. Have you... What episode was this? Seven. So Phil may know this one? Maybe. Well, no, give him some know. clues if you think you know what it is, Robbie. It's if if I'm right, this would be a branch of the Empire that he's mentioning. They're like the they're the like the spies of the Empire, the Bothan spies. Those are rebels, but yeah, uh, the I don't know the. It's not. I'll just say it's not irritable. It's not a, irritable it's, yeah, bowel it's, syndrome. <laughs> Feels like what? <laughs> feels like feels doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> what is it, Robbie? It is the ISB. 
the IBS. <laughs> the IBS. <laughs> That's what it is. It's IBS. There we go. You got a lot right and some wrong, but that doesn't matter because these clips were really hard. That's right. Yeah. So everybody wins. That's right. And nobody loses. Or everyone loses. I, <laughs> I don't know. That's true. Um, do we want to talk to Phil a little bit about it before we do the episode or do we want to go straight into the episode? That grin meant on to season two. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they'll kill him. I, I did hear there's a post credit scene, by the way. Yeah, let's let's fast forward. Yep. Death Star. Yep. It's the laser. That's what the prisoners. Yeah. Those are the parts fell that they were building. In prison. Wow. That was, uh... The ending threw me. Like, Cassian confronting Luthan. I don't know where that's going. Like, that was odd. But... Well, no, I I think it was... You either kill me or you take me in. And he smiles because he's going to take him in as part of the Rebel Alliance or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So he's all in now. Well, there we go. We, We got through it somehow, guys. Yeah. Poor Phil has been working. So Phil's tired and uh, he's a trooper for joining us for the finale. Yes, he is. Any words of wisdom, Phil? No, what'd you, what'd you guys think of the season overall? Um, I thought, I mean, Katie and I were talking earlier. With the, I thought like, and just it, this show did really good putting like the intensity up all the way through. So intensity. even this finale was really good too. Yeah, I have to say, nowhere near Obi Wan. Oh no, it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's just a different type of show than we've seen before. I think it's more of this is more of a Sherlock Holmes than mm. a than a James Bond fully, because James yeah. Bond is packed full of action, and Sherlock is like you're trying to find the details and what people are hiding, what people aren't saying, that kind of stuff. Right. It's a, a, a Starlock Holmes. Uh, Starlock Holmes. <laughs> what what have you thought about it, Phil? From the you've seen up to like episode seven. Uh well seven and then twelve. What well, yeah. <laughs> you you, you Actually, read you read two thirds of the book seven. and then skipped to the last chapter. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I need to fill in the gap though before I can Yeah. Because from the sounds of it, that's the best part, the part I missed. Yeah, the prison the prison break. I really there's there's a good the prison sequence is good. Mm-hmm. The whole um when they were on the planet with the eye and they were doing the heist with the the payroll heist. Did you get to see them get some... steal that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was like episode four or something like that. But it kept reminding me of Goldeneye, James James Bond Goldeneye, the beginning of the facility where they're where James Bond's breaking into that facility mm-hmm. and he like bungee cords off. I don't know. For some reason that facility when they were, when they were breaking in kind of reminded me of yeah, uh, some of those scenes. So, 
Robbie mentioned James Bond earlier too. It does have a yeah. James Bond film feel. And we mentioned that the mm-hmm. director is um he's done Jason Bourne and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it does have that feel to it, which is interesting to have in the series that I don't think we've had that before, right? Mm-mm. It's unique to the Star Wars franchise so far. So I thought it went I thought it went slower than what you think, Robbie. I mm-hmm. There were times when it was just like scenes. I just wish they'd get to the point. Yeah. But then again, rewatching it over, there may be some great details and information in those scenes that I wasn't picking up on. Right. Well, that's what I'm looking forward to doing is re- getting it a good rewatch. Hopefully binge most of it in a couple of days, you know, knock it all out and then see how much better it it plays out. Yep. I'm sure there'll be tons of detail that we missed out on. So... <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. We we didn't even know half the characters' names on the first go through. So <laughs> Vel, it's Vel. just a matter of yeah, watching it and picking up all the details again. Any last words before we end out this episode, Philbo Baggins? Now uh, I'll be interested to see uh, season two. I think it'll. Watch I think that. it'll more so open up to the rest of and connect with like. I mean, we already saw what the post credits, what they were teasing with the Death Star. I think we'll see a larger world i guess Mm. stuff start to connect more in season two so now let's talk about that real quick before before we head out since you brought that up do you think i was i sent you guys a video but it's okay if you didn't watch it but it was basically about how the sequels were a mistake and how they're worried that star wars is coming out with too much and it's quantity not quality so what are your thoughts on like I enjoyed the Obi Wan, but are we going to have another season of that? I wish we did. Now, would would the audience want a season two of Andor? Uh, some may say no. What's your thoughts, Robbie? I think I, I don't really think you can have too much Star Wars. <laughs> you would say um, that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I know. Yeah, I know. It's like, of course, what else would I say, right? But it, it's as long as the execution is done well. I mean. They tried to knock out a, the whole sequel trilogy in six years. I mean, that's mm. that's just crazy to me. Like they were already trying to write. There was just no cohesion. Um, I, we've talked about it before. I mean, but with this, I think they were working on Andor. I think they worked on Andor close to three years. This this was in production for three years, I think. So they took the time. You think they're their, relying? You think they're relying too much on the Death Star? There, it's just like my goodness. You know, because you had uh, like and Andor was in uh, Rogue One, and that was all about the Death Star. So is his whole story mm-hmm. going to be wrapped up in the Death Star? It's like the Force Awakens. It's like, oh, let's do a new Death Star. Uh, you know, it seems like yeah. they always have a Death Star in every every project. It's like, yeah, I think at some point they just need to kind of, you know, cut their ties and just like come up with new material. Yeah, beating a dead horse. But, yeah, right. beat a dead horse. They just keep bringing it up, bringing it up, bringing it up instead of doing something new. Now, what they what I heard was if if Dave Filoni and John Favreau are involved, it's going to be awesome. If anybody else is involved, they're just doing it for the money. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not about what they're creating. It's just about getting tickets sold or subscriptions sold. Um, I think this might be slight uh against that rule, but I mean, what do you think about that? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think this still this is probably one of the rare examples of like someone that comes in with no really no real knowledge of Star Wars or like not being a super fan, mm. and it actually working pretty well. Like, I can you remind me of the director's name or the the writer's name? Tony, Tony Gilroy. Gilroy. So he helped write Rogue One, but he also like wasn't a fan of star wars but he wrote rogue one extremely well right. it, it makes it's compelling he may he can write it compelling and it still fit into the universe pretty well right whereas sometimes i don't know you get you'll get almost like fan fiction type like type of deals with people that are like too close to star wars i guess if that makes mm. sense but no i i think everything i think everything dave Filoni and John Favreau do is, I mean, it just has that pure, genuine, just Love original Star Wars feel. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You just can connect to just about anything they make instantly. So that's why I wore this shirt, by the way. That's yeah, funny. Dave's a big Penguins fan. Mm -hmm. It's Pittsburgh. Is he? He grew up in Pittsburgh, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's yeah. why I trust him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I. I mean, I, I have to admit, I I trusted too. So. <laughs> cannot I cannot deny the the Pittsburgh uh, you know he's smart from that man yeah I mean are there any yeah. Blue Jacket creators and directors and we're not going to talk about it not going to talk about it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think Phil you think there's too much Star Wars or are you happy with the amount and the quality that's coming out I don't mind too much Star Wars as long as it's quality Star Wars. Yeah. That being said, there has been quite a bit of Star Wars that has not been quality. Uh, so Please give us some I, examples. I think, well, <laughs> I think well, just like the, the the sequel trilogy. I mean, they kind of fumbled the ball on that. Just you know, like like we said, kind of talked about that. I mean, they just jumped in. They didn't have a cohesive story. It's just like each mm -hmm. movie's. It's like they didn't really have a game plan and the second movie kind of negated a lot of the stuff that happened in the first movie and then they had with the third movie they had to spend you know the whole the whole time trying to repair the damage the second movie did it's just so yep. question about that though it was six years mm -hmm. what was the amount of time that the original trilogy came out in how many years was that uh first one came out what 77 and 80 and then 83 and then basically the sort of the same amount of time and yeah. george in that that series that you had us watch robbie i watched it industrial light and magic mm -hmm. george you see him getting upset because the studio is wanting him to get out the get out the movie get it you have this release right. date so yep. he had the same constraints and still he came did. out with a quality product yep so disney just yeah he had, he had a common threads that went through all three where this yeah. one yeah. I, and like I, I think he still had like I think he had the larger story. You know, it was in his head the whole time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas you had multiple directors, multiple crews, multiple teams come in and work on the sequel trilogy to where there wasn't a unified vision yeah. the whole time. Right, and I think that's Disney's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. They just uh, like I said, they rushed into the first one and didn't really know where it was going. Although J.J. Um, Abrams, I guess, had like. I think he had the option to have the for whole the next, next well for the next he tried to pass off and then ryan johnson just said nah i'm good and kind of yeah. went his own direction and 
Yeah. He said, you let know. me ruin this as much as I yeah, can. Let me, let me, let me, you know, uh, it's a good movie when half money. the people hate it. Yeah. Literally his <laughs> quote. Yeah. Yeah. I love making movies where half the people love it and half the people hate it. He's an I've idiot. succeeded as a filmmaker if that happens. I'm like, ah. That'd be <laughs> like in my job. If half of my patients Loves I didn't getting... get answers for, you know, yeah. I, or I didn't get yep. the good images or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we, we have been at this since like a long time. So <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and close out this episode. Thank you guys for more Star Wars talk. Yep. Muggle with Mike listeners, FYI, we really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the Star Wars episode, but we have a Christmas special episode coming up where we're going to have Nick Reynolds back on, Phil. We're going to talk to Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about all of our yeah. favorite, favorite TV Christmas episodes. Robbie, can you think of any? I have a, I have an idea. What, the Star what? Wars holiday special? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could so, be that. No, uh, no. I, so TV what about... Like, uh, the Christmas Story Christmas. Did you watch that movie? Is that a TV movie? It's the new it's Christmas Story. on HBO Max. It's a sequel oh. to Christmas Story. It's got yeah, all we the original... We talked about that with Sarah. But that's a movie movie. We're talking TV. I would have thought oh, Robbie movies? Yours would be The Office. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I missed TV episodes. Yeah. TV episodes, yeah. There's so many good Office episodes to choose from. Yeah, hey, uh, it'd be handy. A lot of Doctor Who. How many never, years? How many decades that, of Doctor Who? Yeah. They had a they had a Christmas special every year. Yeah. So that was many, there many, many. I don't know if they're doing them. There you yeah. go. Well, stay tuned and listen to our next episode, and you'll hear our favorites along with Phil's and Nick's. There you go. Mm -hmm. Happy Thanksgiving, guys! Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. There you go. <laughs> Happy Turkey Day. That's right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Robbie. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <So> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>